You're tuned into Bible Snacks. Not the full meal, just a spiritual snack for On The Go. So, Bethany, do you think I'm the kind of guy that can fix anything? As long as you have a wing nut. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Um, I, some guys use duct tape. I use wing nuts, apparently. And duct tape when you have it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would have had duct tape too. I probably would have done that. So we were headed home from Maine. This was a couple years ago. And um, we were in a rental car. Yeah. And we were on the highway. And it happened to be a Sunday. And this is important for the story. Oh, that's and right. you will find out why in a second. So we're going down the highway. And this, this car, you know, it's a couple years old. And we realized something's not right. Something doesn't sound right, feel right. What's going <laughs> on? And we pull off the highway to find out that that plastic um, under guard, what is it, the the splash shield or something like that? Yeah, where um, it's just all plastic. That it started to break off. And by started, I mean like almost entirely off. It was just like hanging on by one bolt at this point, I think. Yeah. And we're like, well, criminy, what, what are we supposed to do with that? Well, you know, we got off the highway, so let's just go ahead on into town. And we're in... Vermont. <laughs> and we thought, well, surely there's something here. We can find something, right? Well, apparently Vermont is closed, like the entire state. Every I don't know. Business. Every <laughs> business was closed on Sunday. So we circled through town for some time because it's like, we can't get back on the highway. And there was nothing else around. Yeah, It was just this quaint little place with nothing going on. We finally found um, like Sporting goods shop or something. Something like that. Yeah. I don't know what it, it yeah. They were about to close though. They were about <laughs> to close. And um we were like, hold up, let's get in here and take a look. Surely they have something we can use, even if it's duct tape, <laughs> you yeah. know, just to get us to the next town over. Hopefully they're open. And they had nothing. I mean, we circled around that store. We were just like, anything, dude, even you got something in your pocket or in your car. I'll buy a bolt off of you. What do you have? Yeah, so we asked the guy, like, is there, you have anything? And he even, I think, looked in his for what kind of tools or whatnot they just had at the shop, and he found a wing nut. He did. He was like, I got, will this work? We'll take it. (laughs) We hope. We'll take anything. (laughs) But it was, that was our last hope because they were closing after that. So we took the wing nut, go to our car, and then they're closed. So then Mm -hmm. there's no second option with them, and nobody else is open. So all we have is a wing nut. It sounds like, What's the big deal, right? I mean, it's just hanging down a little bit, but this thing was pretty big and it was hanging down and getting worse to where we'd be dragging this plastic thing on the ground for the next 2,000 miles or whatever. And oh, we would have stopped somewhere else. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> At least for the next 15, 20 minutes probably to find yeah. find something open. Find a Walmart for goodness sakes. But yeah, so you you got under the car and I just remember standing there thinking... I really hope this works. I, I did not have high hopes that it would, because what are the odds that this little thing you would be able to, you know, get the perfect fit and yeah. everything? You slide back out and you're like, we got it. <laughs> so Thank the Lord. Hanging on by a wingnut here. <laughs> yep. One wingnut screwed it back in place enough for us to get on the road, keep going, which cracks me up thinking whoever got <laughs> in there to do the oil change um, next time it would look under the car back. Is that a wingnut holding the plastic up there? But it's funny because we actually forgot about it because you fixed yeah. it. And then we've got, you know, a long road trip back. And um, it wasn't 2,000 miles, but <laughs> we got quite a, a trip ahead of us. And by the time we got home, I, we couldn't return it. 
you know, we had to wait until the next business day to return the car. And at that point, we had forgot about it. And so, I mean, it was probably like a year later, we started cracking up like, oh my gracious, <laughs> we totally forgot. <laughs> we did. And, um, you know, just like we forgot, it reminds me of how uh, the people forgot about Joseph. Talk about a switch there. Look at that Bible story. Who's uh, the wingnut in the story? <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. That's that's a good question. We're talking about the story of Joseph. And if you guys recall, he had quite a life because at the age of 17, he had this dream that he was going to be you know, over in charge of his brothers and everyone was going to be bowing down to him. And in response to that, his brothers sold him off into slavery mm-hmm. and he went locked up for a while, and then uh, was accused of assaulting Potiphar's wife. So then he got imprisoned for that. And then he helped interpret this guy's dream. And then and he was going to help him get out of jail. But then it, the scripture says that he forgot about him. He forgot about Joseph. Yeah. So Joseph spent his whole a big portion of his life waiting for his dreams to be fulfilled hanging on to what God had told him was going to be. But his life continued to go downhill in slavery, in prison, as a servant, and just not seeing anything that God had planned for him fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So the whole time we talk about hanging on by a wingnut, that that wingnut was holding the car together. That's all we had. The only thing that Joseph had to go off of was was the dream that God had showed him, what God had had told him that he believed in his heart was going to be for him in spite of downward circumstances. Right. Um, In Genesis chapter 40, we actually have at the very end of the chapter, in verse 23, it says, Yet did not the chief butler remember Joseph, but forgot him. Then chapter 41 starts with, and it came to pass at the end of two full years that Pharaoh dreamed. And then it goes on to talk about his dream. Mm -hmm. Um, And we know further on that Joseph interprets that. But I want to focus on the part where it says that the butler forgot Joseph. And then at the end of two full years, he he remembered. Um, That is a a long time frame to be hanging on by a wingnut. Now, we don't know if our wingnut held on for two full years or not. But in in the sense of what Joseph was going through, that is a long time. He had interpreted this butler's dream, and it came true, and he was released from prison. Mm -hmm. And he says, don't forget me. Tell Pharaoh that I'm in here still. And what's he do? He gets out and he totally forgets him. You know, he's yeah. a true friend right there. You know, they just spent all this time in prison together. So you've got this this man, Joseph, who has been through so much. His, his faith has been tested time and time again. And he's holding on to that dream. But you have to realize at that point, it, he's alone because mm-hmm. the two that he was in there with are gone. And... um. It had to feel very dark again. Really no hope, I'm sure, but he was using the gift that God had given him to interpret these dreams that these men had had. But then once they were um, taken out of prison, Joseph still remained. And then he went back into this deep loneliness of two mm-hmm. years hanging on. That's a long time. And going having going into such, you know, highs and lows, you know, the first low being your brother, your own brothers selling you into slavery. And it's like, 
man, life gets pretty bad after that. Mm -hmm. And then you finally feel like, okay, I'm working my way up now. Uh, I'm a servant at the Potiphar's house. And that's a pretty good position to be in. And then you end up getting accused of assault and thrown out there and imprisoned. Um, and then any glimmer of hope you had gone. Mm-hmm. Then you get to interpret this guy's dream, and he says, I'm going to remember you. You know he was thinking like, yes, all right, Lord, this is it. This is the moment I've been waiting for. And how many of us think the same thing? Something happens, maybe we get like a job interview right. or something, and we're like, this is it, Lord, the moment I've been waiting for. Dream big dream. <laughs> yeah. And then and you got to wait for somebody else to dream a big dream. Yeah. And then they, they forget about you. The guy who said, I'm going to remember you, forgets. How long do you think Joseph... Sat there in his jail cell until he lost hope. Like the guy's uh, it not wasn't two back. full years. It was not two <laughs> yeah. full years. I would say it was probably about two full minutes. <laughs> that night came and he just, yeah. the guy didn't come back, and that was it. Yeah. And then he spent two years but in the pits. Actually, I want to. I want to draw attention to something that you had said earlier uh, in verse verse twenty. It says. It was Pharaoh's birthday. Yeah. So this must have been a thing where I don't know if they I pulled prisoners out at a certain time frame. They released yeah, from the dungeon. Prisoners go. You know, um, I'm sure Joseph was hoping that since this was a special day, that maybe some exception would have been made on that day as well. Um, so. Yeah. Well, and then the other thing that you pointed out was... He's brought before Pharaoh to interpret the dream. And Pharaoh's like, hey, I I hear you're the guy that that can interpret dreams. And he says, Joseph answered Pharaoh saying, it is not in me. God shall give Pharaoh an answer of peace. And perhaps this was part of the reason why it had taken so long for Joseph to go through all these circumstances to be brought down low because it started potentially in a moment of pride with him telling his brothers, he's got his coat of many colors. He's dad's favorite. Um, I had a dream that I'm going to be over you guys. And that might, that, that kind of shows us there might've been some real pride there. Yeah. So we don't know. Scripture doesn't clearly tell us if it was, you know, something of pride or, or what it was, but we, we do know that God pulled him aside for some time, mm-hmm. rather it was to work in his life to develop him, to build character, to, you know, mature him, or if it was uh, the purpose of somebody else's life. To get him in the right place at the right time where he needed to be. And that that requires patience. We're told in James 1.5, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. But let him ask in faith, with no doubting. For the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. And this is this is a challenge, because, again, we've talked about the ups and downs that Joseph must have had. And how easy it would be to be double-minded. Um, did God really say that? Did I really have those dreams? Is you know, or is my life really anything? Do I matter? You know, and having all of this up and down, tossed by the wind feeling. But when the rubber meets the road, Joseph had to act on facts over feelings, mm-hmm. and the same is true for us. We've got to go by facts, by what Jesus had said, what God has said. And that he will bring it to pass. 
Now that, and it came to pass maybe two years, maybe longer, but that he will bring it to pass. And if we run our life based on feelings, then that's when we really get the ups and downs because we're basing our faith, we're basing our, our daily Christian walk on feelings. Today's a good day because I feel the Holy Spirit or today's a bad day because I just don't feel like reading my Bible. Right. It's like we've talked about many times before, you know, position versus condition. Um, we are allowed to have feelings. We we were created to have feelings right. and they're not bad in and of themselves. But when you focus on that over focusing on what Christ has said, what he has done, what, mm-hmm. you know, his, his word says to you, that's when it becomes a problem. When you put the feelings in place of, like you said, the fact. So yeah. it's not wrong to have the ups and downs. We do. We are, we're human and God works through those times. You know, he was, he was in a dungeon. He was in a very dark time and I'm sure he felt it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that is when the Lord can work through us. But remembering to focus on, like he did, this is the dream that God gave me. And as much as I want to say, surely I got that wrong. That mm. that can't be the case. Look at how long it's been. You know, that was back when I was, I was just a kid when I had that dream. And now look at me. Is this what God intended? Maybe I got it wrong. But he was holding on to his wingnut. And in this story, that is the dream that God gave him to say, you will be ruler. That's right. So the question is, what's your wingnut? <laughs> what are you holding on to? What is it that God's told you? What is it that God has showed you in his word that you can hang on to? Grab a hold of the promises of God found in scripture. Write the scripture down. Post it in your room, on your mirror, in your car, wherever you see it. And hold on to that scripture because that is the word of God, the life he wants to speak into your heart. And that's going to be different for every single one of us. But the one thing that's the same for all of us is the fact that Jesus Christ died on the cross, rose again, proving that he has power over death and that anyone who puts their faith and trust in Christ will be saved. And the promise is he's coming back. He's coming back and we will all be reunited, restored with him. So that's what we're waiting on. Exactly. Dream big dreams.